Hello. Good day, good day. What's going on? You are listening to Charging Stallion Presents News We Like, and my name is Cam. My name is Tim, and thank you very much for listening to and to to another weekly podcast. Yeah, thank you. How's your weekend, Cam? Yeah, good man. Um, saw Meat. I don't know if that was on the weekend, but great band. Steve Kelly drums for it, and I think you put it the most perfectly when they were playing. You looked at me and you said. Oh, Skelly's got a heavy workload in this band. <laughs> He's so busy in that band. Like, so busy, it's pretty dude. much a continuous fill, like a complex <laughs> fill. His whole everything he's doing is a fill for it like thirty epic. minutes. It's great. The drums, the drums, all those. Well, the whole band is, is great. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, Steve, Steve's just such a good drummer, and his drum drumming in that band is awesome. It's next level. Yeah. Yeah, man. How was your weekend? Um, it was good. We 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 uh, did some. All of a sudden, uh, Stallion Boys did a writing session on Saturday, which was heaps of fun. And Friday night had a really good night. I bought some mushrooms off the street mm. and uh, ended up with my mate, uh, with, that, with with our mate Ryan Laracy, uh, Stallion Ryan, watching live feeds um, of different squares around the world. And for people that don't get into live feeds, you should. Town squares, not just the shape. <laughs> well, you can, you, can, you can watch random just street crossings. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, you just type in live feed uh, on, on YouTube and you can get heaps. And um, our favourite one is Amsterdam Square. How come it's your favourite? Um, it's just a lot going on there. It's Amsterdam, so people are having a real real good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes around the whole square and it, every time it goes past this Euro pub. And so we're watching people out the front um, having, having a piss, having a good time, or we're like cooked on mushrooms. Mm. And so we call the pub in Amsterdam and get them to chuck the guys that we're watching out the front on the phone and we're talking, talking to them and explaining, yeah, we're just cooked in the backyard in Australia watching you guys have fun. Did they seem nice? Um, they, were, they were like these like hardcore, like, they were hard out British, like, yeah. like, like, real, like real British lads. Is but, that a no to being nice? No, no, they were nice. They were just, they were like, they were, they were full on. Yeah. They were full on. Um, they sounded, they sounded like a lot of fun. Mm. Yeah. But it was, it was good, man. It was a good laugh. Good times. And then that's why I was a little bit, a little bit tired and rocked up to practice on Saturday. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough, man. But you know, sometimes you got to stay up late and watch, uh, watch the live feeds. Exactly. Keep I'm up a, with the world. I'm a little bit tired today and I'll tell you why. I woke up to the noise of a leaf blower right outside my window uh, earlier today and I was like, oh, that sounds like it's pretty much in my room. And I looked at my door and my door to my bedroom has a gap under it. Yeah. And there was leaves blowing into my bedroom. Like the guy was just like going for it. Like I don't think he knew where the destination for the leaves was meant to be, but yeah. he knew he wanted them out of his space. So I peeked through the window at him and he was just wandering sporadically around the yard doing this leaf blowing. And at one point he got a fright from the power of the leaf blower. Like he was like blowing leaves and then I saw him be like, <laughs> <laughs> So I think it might have been his first time. Is it someone you live with? No, nah, it was a dude in high vis. Like oh. somebody must have organized for him to come round and yeah. leaf blow. True. Yeah. yeah. So time? I got him, uh, it would have been like 7.30 a.m. Too and, early. Yeah. And I, I got him to come into my room to blow the leaves back out. 
he had head muffs, uh, ear muffs on, so I don't think he knew what I was saying, but he got the picture because I would have been pointing like, dude, there's leaves on my carpet. And so he comes in with muddy boots and blows the leaves out, but left mud all over the carpet. <laughs> so yeah, um, a really efficient alarm clock. All right, Cam, I got first story for you here. Yeah. Uh, Egyptian zoo denies their zebra is a donkey after photo goes viral. Yeah. Now, it's one hundred percent a donkey. If you take it, if you take a look at oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the photo, he's got. If you look closely, you can see the smudging on the face of the paint. Yes. So, but you got to say parts of the paint job look quite good. Yeah, man. From the shoulders down, whoever did that part of the paint job yep. did really well. Really good job. And whoever did like the like the mane on, mm. on top yep. did a really, really sick job. But um, that head, that the donkey must have just been like fine with the body and stuff, but... Oh, shaking around, like get off me for the head. For sure. If you were like, if you had someone holding a spray paint can is that what you think they did it with (laughs) (laughs) it kind of looks like they did or do you reckon i don't know i you'd you'd think that they would be it's so smudged on the face yeah it's 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 super unrealistic and if you look at what an actual zebra looks like elegant yeah elegant but like the the head they have different heads Mm. And the, the photo that you've shown me of the donkey dressed up as a zebra, it's doing the classic donkey face like oh, with, yeah. the, with the butt teeth <laughs> yeah. and then... Whoa. 100% yeah. bad. Um, and so the zoo in Egypt has denied painting the donkey with black stripes in order to make it look like a zebra. Um, but people went to the zoo and said, from the first sight I knew that it was a donkey, not a zebra. Um, as I am an artist, I don't know if that has too much to do with identifying. Unless they're the type of artist that also paints animals to look like (laughs) other animals. Like if they're a person that paints up a camel to look like a giraffe and they're like, oh, horrible job. (laughs) (laughs) I know the shape of a donkey and I know the shape of a zebra, so it was easy to know. There's right there. They have different different shapes. Mm. They're both in like that horse family. Yep. But... um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know about that. What's the one? Because um, you can breed horses and donkeys to um, make a mule. Yeah, to make a mule. But then you can't. But like mules can't mate to make more mules. That's right. Yeah. So that like something in their genetics means yeah. they can't reproduce. Same with ligers. Ah. Uh, because tigers and because uh, the biggest cat in the world is a liger, mm. which is um, I forget whether it's a male tiger or male lion that that so it's it's it has to be speci- it's usually specifically that so it's either a, a male lion and tiger and then a female um, oh, lion yeah. or tiger okay. um but it has to be that that right one i think it's a male lion and a female tiger okay yeah but um yeah and it makes the biggest cat in the world but then they can't breed yeah so yeah. there's only ever one generation of liger yeah yeah. yeah, it's amazing that it. it's common enough that a lion will mate with a different species, yeah. like different, I don't know, cat family, whatever you call it. I like it. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. I think it's like, you know, inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. What do you think the, like, let's just say you're right on the gender thing and mm. it's male lions and mm-hmm. females ti- female tigers. Do you think that when the male lion comes back to his clan, they're like, yeah, man, or like, do you think they're like, 
oh, what are you doing, man? What are you doing with Now, nah, he's like the guy that went to Mexico for the weekend and did like, dude, I did some weird shit in Mexico, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had sex with a, the with a tiger. You freak. <laughs> It's a different, different species, man. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know, dude. I know. You got to try it, though. Yeah. You got to try it. And then the next time he goes back to Mexico, he's got a liger, a liger son. He's like, looking him up. Oof. <laughs> totally. Here's a story from New Zealand for you, Timmy. Birthday boy calls emergency line to invite cops to his police themed birthday party. So they turn up. Excited by his upcoming police-themed party, Kiwi youngster Zachary was keen to get on the phone to issue the invites. Unbeknown to his parents, however, the soon-to-be five-year-old had memorised the emergency number and called the police directly to come along. But far from giving the youngster and his mum and dad a dressing down for misuse of the 111 number in New Zealand, they simply turned up to the celebrations. They were head-to-toe in riot gear and bearing gifts for Zachary, and they even had the police helicopter fly overhead. Might be the most middle-class story ever. <laughs> I actually had this story as the good news story and uh, and it was a sent-in good news story from Stallion Muzz. So, oh. so I'm just going to look up another one as the podcast goes through. But I've, got I have, a, I've got a backup story. A good news one? I can make I can <laughs> reframe it. I'll do it in a really loving voice. But, yeah, this is a great story, man. It's a great, it's a great good news. It's a great good news story. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. Maybe like d- probably I would say go into the police station rather than hold up the, is that your advice to Zachary? My, yeah, that's my advice to him. Maybe right, don't Zachary. hold up the emergency line, but <laughs> you know, like you, this for emergencies, but New Zealand's chill and, and then they're just like, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, maybe go in, you know? Yeah. But I guess he's what he's what for? Uh, well, he's just turned five. Yeah, well, come on, Zachary. <laughs> You're not four anymore, mate. Yeah, exactly. Just stroll that, down the street, that walk kind of into behavior. the cop shop and have a chat. Yeah, let them know the birthday's happening and make sure that you tell them the only off-duty staff should be attending at Zachary. <laughs> mate, so irresponsible of them. But it sounds like they had a sick time. Um, I think it's good, man. I think that's a cool thing about New Zealand is um, – when you the times that I've um, met police officers over there, mm. which has just been sort of when we've been out and about and stuff like that, and there's cops floating about, super nice man. Mm. Like the 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 police force in New Zealand, obviously, like I didn't grow up there, so I don't I don't know what it's like in every town. But the yeah, the police that I that I ran into were was super was super lovely. Eh? Yeah, I um. I grew up there and the police are really chill. Mm. Um, I went out with them for like, I dated the police, <laughs> but no, I went out every night with the police for a few weeks actually for like a marketing campaign thing. And they were awesome. Like yeah. they put up with so much rubbish. Like they get abused nonstop when they're in public, but they're, <laughs> they're, they're pretty relaxed even during that. You're just like, oh, well, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. And then they still bother to go to a kid's birthday party. The um, the spokesperson for the police said, the staff were happy to bring Zachary's birthday wish to life, but we don't encourage kids to call 111 to invite the police to their birthdays. True. Because all of his schoolmates will be like, it's that easy. <laughs> And the spokespeople are like, please, parents, stop this from happening. I reckon it's going to be a reoccurring thing now. Yeah. 
people in Finland are celebrating National Sleepyhead Day. Love it. Yeah. So what it is is um, uh, on July 27th every year, the last person caught sleeping in their household is woken up in a rather rude way. They're lifted from bed and thrown into a lake or sea. Or um, or their family and friends, if they're not near a pond or something, they'll just get water and pour it all over them instead. <laughs> so when you hear National Sleepy Day, at first you think everyone's sleeping. Yeah, like everyone's sleeping. That's what I thought. But now nah, this is like if you get if you sleeping in, you get chucked in a fucking lake, dude. Mm. I'd be rinsing that night every year oh yeah that for sure like i would i would just party yeah and 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 just not sleep and would you punish some sleepers a hundred percent dude (laughs) wouldn't you yeah yeah i I think when people getting thrown in lakes is um really funny yeah (laughs) (laughs) i would definitely be the guy getting punished i love sleeping yeah see here's the thing if you did that um uh, if if you did that in Finland, maybe people are so chilled that you you can't. As soon as you get woken up that way, you're like, oh, I'm the one. Cool, whatever. Take me Let's to the do lake. it. Let's get it done. I reckon Australia that would be national people getting into fights early in the morning day <laughs> because Australians just wouldn't put up with that. Like there were just people mm. would just get up and just start throwing punches. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> Finland sounds real chill in that way. But um, what's the worst way that you've ever been woken up? Honestly, man, I don't have anything super bad. Like, the only thing would be waking up with Nico. What's that? Uh, like Who's uh, that? Um, permanent marker uh, like, yeah, all over okay. me. Yeah, yeah, and that's just from passing out. Yeah. Being one of the first to pass out, not mm. anything, and you wake up fine. You just need to need to yeah. s- scrub your body for about three hours. Yeah, I kind of think that like punishing somebody who goes to sleep is actually something that's completely embedded in our drinking culture. <laughs> like it's, we don't wait, we don't wait for a certain day of a year. Every weekend, if you well, and I've been this person. If you pass out on a couch, you're yeah, done for. You're done for, man. And, yeah, and not. I mean, it hasn't happened to me in in a long time. Mm. But especially when I was still living in in Brisbane. Yeah, all the time. Uh, if I wasn't getting done, which I didn't get done too many times, but that someone someone was getting mm. getting done. My yeah. mate got done real bad. Um, me and him went to a house party. I knew the people, but he didn't. And he passed out in their lounge, and then I took off, and so I left my mate sleeping in these to him strangers' lounge. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me a couple of days later that what happened was he woke up, the sun was up. He re- remembered that he had to meet his missus's mum for the first time. <laughs> He got up in a rush, trapped over because they had tied his shoelaces together. <laughs> and then as he was rushing to get home, he um, he crapped his pants. So the worst kind of Did he have Nico all over himself as well? He didn't, thankfully. Oh, yeah. But I guess this like he would have smelt worse than Shitty I'd pants. Rather, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. One of our mates, um, uh, Jaden, got uh, black-faced. Right. Um, well, people were drawing on him, and then eventually, I came. I, I, I came when I came in the room. He just had Nico over him, and then I went down to the pub, and uh, 
few people stayed over and like, well, I might as well just colour him, colour him in fully in, full in blackface, which is not appropriate. To yeah, Jaden, it's not, it's not appropriate to do. Not very woke, Jaden. Jaden wakes up and then finds out that he'd also, um, someone had also give, given him an Arabian goggles. What's that? Uh, when a person rests their testicle in your eye sockets, like at one in each. Oh. <laughs> And, how did and that's out? not okay either. Like I, 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 I had no part in doing this, but like it's like I find it funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I find, I find it. You shouldn't do that to people. Did he just have I a feeling that because they were mates? When he woke up, did he just have a feeling like, oh, my eyes feel different? Someone told him, and then he was running around the street searching for our mate Chris, screaming retribution, retribution Whoa. around the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hilarious, dude. People are campaigning for a Nirvana reunion with Chad Kroger stepping in on vocals. Appearing on Facebook recently, a supposedly satirical event was published with the name Nirvana Reunion with Chad Kroger from Nickelback on vocals. It's set to take place on January 1st, 2019 at the Nirvana Hair and Beauty Bar in Manchester, England, one and a half thousand fans have listed themselves as going, while almost four thousand have expressed have expressed their interest. The events coordinator B Reet has also furthered the joke by revealing that the Nickelvana tour announcement is in- imminent, and that support will come from Puddle of Mud, Bush, and Silverchair. <laughs> This is this next bit is my favourite. While plenty of fans have laughed at what appears to be a musical joke, others have shared their resounding disapproval of the notion. Um, but the ones who supported it, here's a few samples of what they've said about it. Why would Chad lower himself to this? Nickelback, <laughs> Nickelback rock harder than Nirvana ever did. Another user happened to point out just why Kroger would make the perfect replacement for Kurt Cobain, noting that he possesses the same power, Energy and no F's given attitude that made Kurt such a poster boy. <laughs> Imagine if he was good though. Imagine if they did it and it was good. And he nailed it. Yeah. I don't think he would. But he's look, I am um, I don't hate Nickelback in the way that a lot of people do just despise despise it. It's, mm. it's fun to make fun of. Yeah. Um but uh, look, I, I, I just think that they're hard to more than anything. They're not the easiest band to listen to. You but, think they're too like uh, rock and roll? It's just a bit. No, nah, it's just a bit cheesy, you know. Like, and then it's super cheesy when you see them, like Chad, just their their steez on stage. Mm. Ugh. It's a bit gross. <laughs> you think that should have faded away when Creed did? They kind of picked up the baton yeah. when Creed kind of went out of the limelight. Yeah. I think um but see that's the thing. Like, pe- people put on Creed now at parties when everyone's drunk and everyone fucking loves it. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird like I don't really love this but we'll let the whole song play out yeah. and we'll sing every word. Yeah. <laughs> and and aggressively sing it as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. So hypothetically if this were to happen mm. Um, let's say Chad Kroger just says, okay, I'll commit to this. Let's, let's see how this goes. He would probably be busy for a while learning the lyrics and stuff. Would you be comfortable stepping in, in Nickelback? Cause I think visually, <laughs> visually people wouldn't even notice. I was waiting for the jab, eh? I was waiting for the fucking jab. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, dude, of course I would. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'd sing a Nickelback. It'd be a fucking laugh. Right now you're not as aesthetically Kroger as no. usual because you've shaved your face down to almost skin and you do this maybe quarterly. Is that because you do look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm a little too Krogerish and you got to shave it down? <laughs> no, nah, I just, um, I hate shaving, dude. So I, I, I do the same thing with my hair because I don't, like in haircuts all, all like all that often. I'd rather just cut it back and do it then once. Not, yeah, and I don't have to worry about it for I'm gonna do my hair soon as well. And so then I just won't need to worry about my hair for a few months and the perm or what are you? Um, I, I don't know, man. I should should I I reckon it'll be funny if I went and got a perm. I would love it, man. It would be hilarious, eh? Yeah. How long do they last for? Do you know? Is it is I it months? Yeah, I think it's more than a month. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I guess they're called permanence. Yeah. Yeah. That is what it's short for. Yeah. Mm. Um, so I couldn't imagine it being super quick. Mm. But yeah, I'd consider doing it. Yeah. What if... We should look up how much it is. Yeah. If we could... Okay. Yeah. All right. If we... Oh, if we, I was about to jump... Oh, fuck it. If we could... If we can raise the money, mm-hmm. if, if, the, if the stallion listeners want it, and they, I do. Please get on board with me, Stallion listeners. Well, if you Let's... start, a, if you start up a GoFundMe, yep. And and Stallion listeners pay for the pay pay for the perm. Mm-hmm. I'll go. I'll go get it. I'm gonna call the GoFundMe. Make Timmy look as much like Chad Kroger as possible. Does he have a perm? Does he have curly? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he perms it, but it, <laughs> look, that's what you'll need to do. <laughs> <laughs> See that it does scare me. It does scare me getting a getting a perm. Yeah. But fuck it, like it's funny to have shit haircuts. Yeah, man. So I'm in. Cool. Yeah, if we if we raise the money and any any money left over, we'll chug it to a charity or something like that. If the if we raise more than what we need, mm. um, what charity fits this the most? <laughs> um, Deaf people. <laughs> Nickelback fans. Um, yeah, so, so, something maybe maybe fucking we we do a lot about animals. Maybe we could do a charity for okay charity for animals. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Zebras, <laughs> fake zebras. <laughs> Inside um, abandoned Death Valley ghost town, um, a ghost town in California's Death Valley still riddled with bullet holes and bloodstains on the walls, has been sold for $1.7 million. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a total, like, I'll just, like, show you the photos. It's a total, like, abandoned uh, ghost town. Mm-hmm. And you can buy the whole town. These guys bought it, man. Um, so um, uh, these, two, these two mates, uh, these 31-year-olds, uh, Brent Underwood and John Beer, uh, bought the place for a future investment and they're investing one one point three million dollars um into it to revamp the whole thing. Okay. Um reason I bring this story up is I think at some point uh everyone's sort of gone, their mates, oh, it'd be cool if we bought a pub, it would be cool if we like had a little uh, you know, a, a little bar somewhere or something. Mm-hmm. These guys did that but a whole fucking town, a ghost town. Yeah. And they walk through, they walk through there and they, they own that thing. 
I think it's awesome. Yeah, man. That's I think great. it's so cool. I would love to I would love to own a ghost count. And the and the place dates back to 1872. Um and in this town they had a um someone got murdered weekly. Um <laughs> same time every week. <laughs> I don't know. I think they I think this is back in the day when they had um people would just get super drunk and then duel. And that's why it's other. abandoned now. They just ran out of people. Um, the the so it's said that the town um had like a gold mine or something or something there, and then um when when that um it was a silver mining town, and um when it when it dried up, everyone just left. The town has the coolest possible name as well. Can you tell me the town name again? It's like blah blah Death Valley or something. Um. Oh yeah, so the the name of the place is um, uh, Cerro Gordo, um, but it's in California's Death Valley. Oh, okay. So Death Valley is this big place in California. It's, right. it's, it's quite huge, and there's town like the like that was that's like um like a real like outback western yeah place, you know, which is which kind of was weird to me because it's back in the day like if if you were settling in America. You got the California coast there, right? Mm. And you go, nah, like let's go out to the fucking desert. Go to the center. Yeah, I don't, just for me, I'd be like, nah, man, like I'm chilling. Like it's great weather here. We can just go for a swim at like this amazing, amazing beach. You've come from most likely England, right? Yeah. Where it's like shit. England's shit. Yeah. And it's always been shit. And mm. so you come from this fucking shit place where you don't want to go swimming ever because the water's fucking gross. Yeah. And then you you get you you land in on the California coast where the weather's beautiful. You go you can just go swimming on the beach there. It's nice and warm. And you go, nah, fuck this 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 beautiful like Nirvana. I'm gonna go out in the desert and get shot. Yeah. <laughs> and like yeah. see my mates die one every week. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't know if they were going there for the view, though. I'm pretty sure they were going there to mine silver. Yeah, still, man. <laughs> What's your happiness worth, you know? Yeah, true. Live on the beach. <laughs> but I'm stoked they bought the place. But <laughs> I'll go there. Yeah. I'd love to go to it, but they want to turn it into sort of a resort. Mm. Um. So I reckon that would be super cool. Maybe a Westworld-themed resort. Yeah, That'd man. be cool. Yeah, dude. How morally debased would you be at a Westworld resort, Timmy? Um, oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. 100% I'd be a bad dude. Like, I, no one wants to go in there and be like, oh, I'm going to be a, a sheriff. Like, nah, dude. I'm going in there to be a fucking cowboy and I'm going to be fucking causing some mischief. Shoot some robots' heads off. Yeah, I'd be more, I'd be more into the robin. Mm. Like I'd be, I'd be like, that's just like, what do you want to do each day? Rob a bank every mm-hmm. day, <laughs> every day. Yeah, be exciting. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like just want to go around shooting people. Yeah, like, it wouldn't be my thing. Uh, but I would 100 percent just, I'd hold up places though. Wouldn't pay for a thing. I think I'd go in there and treat it as an opportunity to be really blunt with people because I think that <laughs> a lot of real life to me is having to reword things then yep. more and put them through a filter more than what the, my first thought is, yeah. like being like, hey, have you thought about it this way? So you want to just go in there and be a jerk? Go in there and yell the word no. <laughs> But I wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt any of them. I wouldn't, wouldn't go to the brothel. I'd just be at the bar, like, no. <laughs> just as people walk in, no. Yeah, 
It would be pretty efficient because saying things politely, it's uh, you got to add a lot of words in there. It's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Botox is now being used for more than just cosmetic purposes. Botox can be a life-changing treatment for patients with chronic conditions ranging from pelvic pain and bladder leakage to teeth grinding, excessive sweating, and even depression. Despite the fact it's the most toxic biological substance known to mankind, it's also safe and straightforward to help with a lot of treatments, says neurologist Paul Davaniza, who uses Botox to treat migraines, voice disorders, and involuntary neck spasms. So, mm. yeah, this was this might not be news if you are somebody that uh, didn't just read this article for the first time. Like, if you're aware of what Botox is and how it works, then you're probably listening going, yes, that's, or, like, of course they use it for migraines. But, yeah, that that's news to me. So um, what do you think of that to me? I think with this kind of thing, especially with um, with stuff that's man-made, that we're, we're, we're shooting into people because Botox is a, is a man-made formula, isn't it? I went so, down a bit of a rabbit hole yeah. on this, so I can tell you that Botox is a natural toxin which is found in soil, dust, and contaminated food, and it is so poisonous that if you had 11 raisins worth, like a sultana mm. like that size, that's enough to wipe out the planet. Whoa. So the, the amount we're putting into our faces is like a tiny watered down amount, yeah. and the way that it works is it numbs the muscles, kills mm. all the neurons in there so that you can't actually use those muscles so they become dull. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a natural thing, but it's yeah. the most poisonous thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's the same thing with like uh, with when people get chemo. It's you're putting a, a fucking poison into your body to, to, try mm. and, to try and kill something. I don't know, man. I... I don't know if it, my whole thing is what what are people using for migraines and stuff like that. I know that bladder they can, leakage. Yeah, I know that they like shit. That sort of shit can really fuck with a person's life. It's happening all the time. However, I'd be looking at any other method. Neurofen. first. Yeah, neurofen, or I don't know if it's a if a diet and exercise, and that often helps with the with the with a lot of things. I. And I don't know if um, sometimes smoking weed helps people from getting headaches and stuff like that. I would go down that road before shooting fucking poison in my face eh? or in my body. I just, I don't know, man. I'd dodge that as much as I could. Yeah, man. It'd have to be pretty chronic mm. migraines or like you would have, you've probably, you'd have to have exhausted every other yeah, option before you yeah. jump down that road. That's where I would be at too. Uh, but I mean, it's and so the things with this stuff is we don't. How long have people been shooting Botox in them for? What 30, 30 years, probably max yep. thirty years, forty years. That's not long enough to like, like real long term effects. Mm. You know, because what what like the so the longest anyone's been shooting in Botox himself would be what 30, 30 or forty years max. You'd say. I guess if they started at forty and they're eighty, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that people now, like people are fucking getting Botox, like teenagers, like in their lips and shit like that, like 18, 19 year olds and stuff like that. Man, if they do that their whole lives, who fucking knows what what they're going to end up with in mm. when they're like 70 or 80 because no one really knows. No one's, no one's lived that long having this shit shot into their face. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't be doing it. 
Yeah. Personally, I do it for once for a laugh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what would you go for? Lips? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be funny to have Botox lips for because they don't last that long. I think it's what. Yeah, like, they go down yeah. after like a few weeks. Yeah. Um, so I think so that would be funny. Could we add that to the GoFundMe that? The Chad Kroger guy. Oh, Jesus, I'm gonna look terrible. Um, <laughs> fucking yeah, why not? Oh um, yeah, yeah. I, I um. Have you ever had a needle in your lips before? Nah, bro. I've had to. I had a, a a needle on top of my lip. I had like a growth there, right. and I like a and I had um and I had to, and I got it cut off. Yep. It's just like a skin tag sort of thing. Okay. And I got it cut off. When did this happen? Uh, like here in Melbourne, but not that long ago. Like so three I would have known you pre yeah. and pre and post tag. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. think I've noticed the difference. Um, it wasn't huge. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got it. I got it snipped off, and so they chucked a needle in there first. And the doctor's like, "Oh, this is this is gonna hurt." And I was like, uh, "I've had a needle and like needles in my gums and shit before." And I was just like, "Nah, we fucking whatever." And then. It was fucking horribly painful, dude. Like, and I've like, I've like dislocated my shoulders, put my shoulders back in myself, like, like you know, over twenty times, both shoulders together. Worse. That was that fucking hurt, man. Like my whole face felt like someone had just stabbed me with like a thousand needles all through my face, and I was like, holy fuck, that hurt for about three seconds. Always like pushing in the. The, the liquid was super thick as well. And I was just like, that fucking hurts, man. And he was mm. just like, yeah, yeah, it's really painful. Oh, <laughs> I was like, shit. Dude. So I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I, fuck, I'll do it for a laugh, but it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah, I might just make it like one of those add-on packages on the GoFundMe. So it doesn't have to be part. <laughs> I just felt for you for the first time about, for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> For the first time about the, the makeover, the Kroger makeover. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got a send-in uh, from uh, Stallion Matthew Peters. Welcome back, Matthew Peters. Um, the headline is, A Colombian gang has put a $70,000 bounty on Sombra. The drug sniffing dog. Oh no! <laughs> this dog is so good at its job that um, the Colombian cartel has put a seventy thousand uh, dollar hit on on the on the dog's on the dog's head, which is two hundred million pesos. Um, uh, and um, the dog um, has been moved to um, uh, to Adam. another airport over fears for her safety. Yeah, oh, yeah, they should put her into full witness protection. Like, put her undercover as a family dog. I, I reckon she, uh, she she's killing it though. You know what I mean? Like, she's 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 so good at her job. The 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 cartel, yeah, man. has put a hit on a German shepherd. Good dog, like, and she's fucking cute, like real cute dog. Yeah, yeah, good on her. Yeah, and she's uh, she's killing it, man. So I like um, I hope that. Uh, I hope that that Sombra uh, keeps on keeps on sniffing out the sniffing out the drugs, doing her thing, and not that like that's the thing though is they should the whole thing with like border patrols and drugs and stuff. If you made if you made weed and cocaine legal, 
Well, Sombra would be safe. Sombra would be safe, man, because the, the, the whole thing is, it's obviously people want to do cocaine. Yeah. People want it. So why wouldn't you just make it accessible and and then you go down, you can go down to your fucking liquor store and buy a fucking bag of cocaine? I mean, I know it sounds ludicrous and it sounds bizarre, but that's the whole thing is you're going to be able to get it anyway. The people that do cocaine can get cocaine. The people that do drugs can get drugs. You might as well make it safe and then and then people can go and buy them and then you're not going to have all this cartel shit, you know, because people aren't going to be buying it off the street. They're just going to go down to the shops. Yeah. And get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you behind that? Do you back that? Um, I don't know. I reckon... Maybe mellow things, maybe like mushrooms and MDMA, but I don't know about things that are that uppity. Like I wouldn't say legalize ice, put ice in the Seven Eleven. Mm. I just I, I think that it's proven itself to be a little gnarly, <laughs> and, and we don't need to give that to more people. Ice is a bit gnarly. Cocaine's pretty chill. Yeah, I still think it. Nah, man. Like the people who have too much of that, they go wild, like violent wild. <laughs> I think that if you are going to put the, let's just say that, okay, you put all of them, everything, every yep. drug is in the 7-Eleven. Yep. You just have to go up. You can buy it, but it's like with Siggy's, how they ask for an ID. Mm. They do a quick little personality test on you. <laughs> and it's one that you don't even know it's a test. Like maybe an old lady is, needs to go in front of you in the line. Mm. And then you like bump her out of the way, like, hey, I'm here for my bag of Coke. And then the 7-Eleven guy will be like, no, because you failed the test. <laughs> So, that, so every time you walk, these old ladies at all the Seven Elevens are all over. They're all <laughs> overrun with old ladies who are doing the test, but yeah. they they switch up the test every week. So the first week it's an old lady. The second week there's like an an injured kitten out the front, and if you walk past it, you don't get to buy your drugs. But if you pick it up and call RSPCA, then you walk in and they're like, "Cool, here's your crack pipe." <laughs> There has to be a filter system. <laughs> yeah, somewhere You've got there. to get it in the right hand, hands of the right people, I think. Yeah, I think it's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's the end of the stories. But now we've jumbled up our order a little because I stole one of your stories. Yeah, cool. Um, so am I doing the good news story or have you got, a, have you got one to um... – Well, I've just had a look at what that story I said I could reframe as a good news yeah. story. Uh, I don't know if it's going to work. So, <laughs> so just scrap it. Tell me how this goes. Metallica decides their set list by using data from Spotify. Say that again. Metallica decides their set list by using data from Spotify. Oh, we can't finish on Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> and plus there's nothing really heartwarming about it. It's like one of the biggest bands in the world is going to continue being one of the biggest bands in the world. I don't think we can make this um, heartwarming. It's just about them. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you an overview of the story and then maybe you can do a good news story. <laughs> I've got you. Yeah, yeah okay, we're go. good. <laughs> Uh, so basically, yeah, Lars Ulrich looks, or Ulrich, I'm not sure how you say it, but he, um, he has a look at Spotify data, sees what songs by his band are the biggest before they play there. And then he also has a look at what their set list was the last mm -hmm. time they were in that city. And that's, that helps him decide what the set list is going to be. So they're saying that they only really lock in the set list a couple of hours before they're set. Which I like. I think that yeah, yeah cool. if the so, people in that city love a certain yeah. track that most yeah. people around the world don't, then they're going to play it for them. I like that. Mm. I like the idea. They just—I've seen so many just 
videos on YouTube of Metallica in rooms together and stuff, and they just seem like the biggest fucking douchebags. Especially, what's the drummer's name, Lars? Lars Ulrich. Ulrich. Yeah, that dude sucks. Like, just, I find it funny. I think it's like oh, the Kardashians of metal. I'd hate to hang out with them. Real? No, yeah, dude. If, if you were like, hey, I'm going to hang out with Metallica, you want to come? I would say not. You'd be like, is Lars going to be there? Yeah, or just, just I'd the be others? like, I feel like not for me. They just seem like a shit time. What what aspect of his personality rubs you the wrong way? Um, How much of a wanker he is. Yeah, but like, is it arrogance or <laughs> yeah, like? Yeah, it's, it's like an arrogance thing and, and, and just like a, he seems like he's got like the short man syndrome kind of thing where he's like, he's he's super sort of acts tries to act real staunch and do you think that and very would, very in charge of everybody do you think that he would be bossy to you like if you and him went shopping yeah, yeah. and i wouldn't react well to it yeah and i'm just avoiding a a scene so you're going along with lars when you're like at david jones but deep down you're like he's so frustrating oh no i wouldn't go at all because if i went with him i would we would clash yeah we would clash. I wouldn't be able to control it. What would you say to him if you're like in I mean, the heat of the moment? I'd be like, don't tell me what to do. And he, and he, rolled, and he rolls. <laughs> that's, that's about it. I'd be like, just don't tell me what to do, dude. You're being a dick. I'd be, I'd be like chill about it. I'd be like, what, what are you fucking bossing around? And he's I, like, I don't I'm, give a fuck. And he's like, I'm the drummer of the biggest metal band in the world, Timmy. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, you want a blowjob? Blow? Nah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> can... But I'd be like, no, I was joking. <laughs> All right, hit us with right, the heart. Good news story of the week. Cop shaves homeless man's beard for job interview. Um, a police officer in Florida shaved a man's beard at a gas station so that the man could get hired at a local McDonald's. Oh. So um, the uh, the homeless man was 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 at the at the um, uh, gas station um, and was talking to the officer, telling him what he was doing. And a minute later. Uh, the the officer um, comes back out the out of the gas station. Um, I don't know where he got the uh, clippers from. Maybe the homeless man had them, but um, yeah, helped the guy out to look yeah. look sharp for his interview. And um, the story says he he um, he went and got the job. Um, and uh, and 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 the the cop helped him out. Took mm. a little bit of time out of his day so that a dude could make his life a little bit better. Yeah, and uh, get off the street and get some money in his pocket, and that's two pro cop stories in this episode. Yeah, yeah, this episode was brought to you by the police of the world, the world police. Maybe we need to play some NWA just to to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that we might get hit by a copyright thing. I don't think it's the greatest idea. You can sing it. You, we don't get hit for copyright on podcasts, do we? hundred percent, man. Oh. There's a reason. I love that we're having this discussion on episode 20. Um, that's why every time we play actual like news articles from Channel 9 and stuff, mm. I'm always like, oh, I hope we don't get done for this. I think that's only on YouTube. I think on podcasts, you can do whatever you want, can't you? No. <laughs> I thought it was like, pirate radio, man. Nah, man. Like that's, <laughs> that's also why it's good that we just play our own songs in the yeah. intro and the outro. Yeah, I just thought it was because... Songs, you know, we want to play our own Because they're good songs. <laughs> <laughs> so whether you're a cop or just a normal person, if someone in your uh, in, in your community looks like they need a little hand with something that you can help them out with and make make their life a little bit better. Give them a haircut. 
give him a hand, give him a haircut, give him a give him a smile, even you know, even a smile, even a smile, maybe just a smile. If that's all, if that's all you have time for, that's fine. Put your clippers back in your pocket, yeah, and just smile at them. Yeah, you're all good. Smile, a smile speaks a thousand words. They say. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, that brings us. To the end of another episode of Charging Stallion Presents News, we're like, um, uh, on on what the band's doing at the moment. We're just writing, um, Charging Stallion writing a writing a new album at the moment. We got um, we do have a few few venues uh, events coming up com- coming up. Um, we're going to be playing uh, um, at. Uh, we're doing an art show and a live podcast. We're not doing the art, don't worry. We're not doing the art, uh, but the the live podcast is um, Tuesday, the twenty eighth of August, and uh, it's at it's at Old Bar upstairs. So come along. We're going to be set up in the corner there, um, doing doing uh, our live podcast. We got art from uh, uh, from uh, Squid, who's uh, who's a good friend of of the podcast, and and having um, his his photography up. Same as Sean Kirkwood, and uh, we got a couple of other guys: um, Ace Chapman, uh, Jimmy Gallagher. And um and and just locking in some more artists at the moment uh, who are going to come in and put some pieces up, Cam. So that's that's exciting, mate. Yes, it is, Tim. That's good. And um after that we have um we have a gig uh playing at Woody's Bar on oh that's before then that's the twenty third of August. Not scribble that, but <laughs> now get your pen and write on a fresh page. Thursday, 23rd of August, we are playing at Woody's Bar with uh, Frontside Backsides uh, with Meat, uh, the band we were talking about earlier, and also a um, secret guest band that we can't we can't announce for. Um, for Am I allowed to know? Do you not know? <laughs> do you know? Have you? How have you kept this from me, Timmy? <laughs> But they're coming into town, uh, so they're they're interstate, and they're a good friend of ours that we play with a lot. So that's um, it's probably a good a good giveaway that you won't want to be missing uh, missing that show. It's gonna be it's gonna be a ripper. I hope you tell me. Um, so that's 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 what we got going on, and uh, please keep sending in uh, please keep sending in news stories. We uh, we're loving it. Yeah, thanks heaps for listening. And uh, yeah, Timmy's right. Come to come to all of those events, and uh, if you can, if you can spare us a smile, then do. That's Woody's Bar the twenty third of August, and Old Bar the twenty seventh. Cheers. Have a great week. Oh,